You know a lot about golf. And the, the wait is over. Yet again, I know we've threatened this before, but uh, freshly returned from our crash retraining course and how to do this radio thing, it is those weekend golf guys. John I think Hodgson. we've been doing it long enough that uh, yeah. you know we're getting lucky now. I think the crash course is now less eventful. It's like falling off a bike. You never really forget. <laughs> uh, John Ashton here. That's Jeff Smith. Yep. Intrepid producer Mark Hunter is behind the scenes claiming yet again to have a face specifically for radio and who are we to argue with him right we're, we're not gonna so, so that's what we're going to do we are back with uh more shows got something i'm going to talk about a little bit later on um don't be that guy all the folks that really really get obnoxious out on the golf course yeah. we're gonna we're gonna visit some of those things and just to encourage you to not be that guy yeah and uh, jeff will of course uh, Attack something that's going to make you better as soon as you can get back out there. Have a few videos, just as an aside, a few videos I want you to see that we put up from a buddy of ours here at the Hidden Creek Golf Course in uh, Sellersburg, Indiana. Jordan, the, the pro out there, and of course, in Sellersburg, Indiana, the temperature has not gotten above freezing since Christmas Eve. So things are rather frozen, including the lakes and the ponds and the fairways and the greens. But uh, he gave a, a quick... Uh, Quick little tidbit on, on how to hit a 220-yard shot with an iron when it's very cold outside. Yeah. yeah since oh. the, the balls don't go that far and the irons don't drive it that far, he nope. hit it about 20 yards in the air and skipped it about 200 across a frozen pond. Was, <laughs> That's the way to go. That's the only way to go. Yeah. Way to do it. And then a little bit later on also, we're going to be talking with Linda Hartaw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's an artist. Par yeah. excellence, man. I mean, this. see how I worked the French in there. Mm-hmm. I saw that. It's, uh, she is really good, and um, she lives down Hilton Head area. So, Jeff, you've probably run into her a few times. Yeah, well, I know, where, I know whereabouts that she lives. But, um, White Castle's not paying us, man. Don't, don't be showing the cup in the video, okay? <laughs> I was trying to twist it. So <laughs> <laughs> no product placement going on with us. Um, the reason I mention that is because we are doing a, a, an experiment for um, – the month of January and probably carry through the entire year of 2018. And uh, we're just going to be doing video simulcasts on our Facebook page as we record the uh, nationally syndicated Those Weekend Golf Guys radio show to which you are listening right now. So if you want to see what it looks like, I'm not sure you'd want to, but you know, what the heck we're here for you. Facebook.com slash golf guys. Uh, well, they can see one of us. Yeah, I'm hiding behind my microphone. I've, I've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that. You know, do that again because, you know, what you didn't hide was the whole mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it, it stick out on both sides. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, you know what you need. I know, I know what it is right now. We need to get you a mustache for the backside of your microphone so that the camera can pick up the, the whole thing where it's John's mustache. Yeah, put a little mustache here. Exactly, right there. Yeah, and then the glasses with the nose right up yeah. here. That would be good. You'll never know whether that. it's me or not. Yeah. yeah. You can do that. Yeah, that we would be do that. That would be really good. We could put like a whole snap it right on the back of your microphone, just you know, like a cutout <laughs> of the face and just yeah. do that and go, Here's he, here he really is. <laughs> For those of you who can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> put a picture up of George Clooney. You know. <laughs> there you go. Somehow, I, have... I think that we would probably expand our listener base or our viewer base at least. Uh -huh. I'm sure. Yeah. With the female audience. Yeah. 
if that was yeah, the case. That would be the case. Okay. That would be the case. I also want to just uh, touch base a little bit. A um, few things that you can do. During the um, holiday hiatus, we worked very hard on getting those weekendgolfguys.com website updated completely, and uh, it would do our hearts well if you would just go to it. I mean, you can do it now while you're listening, if you like, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Make it uh, bookmark it, all right? Make it a, uh, a regular stop on your web journeys on a daily, weekly, whatever kind of basis. Um, we would appreciate that. A lot of good stuff there. And uh, anything else that's happened during the holiday hiatus? Any changes in your life? You know, there has been a couple things. Uh-huh. Um, not only... Am I still the uh, the director of instruction at Otter Creek Golf Course and Plain and Simple Golf School? But I've now expanded mm-hmm. a little bit as well. I, I've now signed a, an arrangement to uh, I'm now the um, national director of instruction uh, for Landscape uh, Landscapes Unlimited Golf Management Company. They've got uh, 52 beautiful golf courses all over the country, and I will be having the good fortune of bopping around the country a little bit to uh, check out those facilities and help them with their instruction programs fantastic yeah yeah so i get to i get to work and uh with some new teachers uh i get to uh when they when they've got some greenhorns uh there at one of the facilities um that hasn't taught very much i get to to teach them uh how to teach a little bit differently a little bit better a little more effectively uh sometimes i'm going in just to be the teacher itself all right i'll be uh expanding the plain and simple golf school throughout and uh it'll be a lot of fun so I see two things in the immediate future. One is a, uh, a plethora of frequent flyer miles. Yeah. That, of course, you can share with the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And then many phone calls going, um, I can't do the show today because I'm flying to X, Y, or Z. Oh, we'll just have to figure out uh, when we can do the show um, yeah. once I get to the hotels. Right. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. that's what we'll do. We will completely uh, change our production schedule around Jeff's teaching schedule. That's what that could work. That will be so convenient. It would be, matter of fact. If you want to follow along with the video, uh, we're, we're doing a little simulcast while we record here, facebook.com slash golf guys. There we go. Yep. We got it. Linda Hartaw, the artist, um, a little quick fix from Mr. Jeff. And of course, don't be that guy. That's what we're coming right back with when we do come back. And we will very shortly trust us. We are those weekend golf guys. And we are here every weekend right at this time. And you can also catch us facebook.com slash golf guys, thoseweekendgolfguys.com or audioboom.com. If you ever miss anything, go there and follow us. Take down the RSS feed and uh, you'll never miss anything we have to say because sometimes it's worth hearing. Like when we come right back. Don't you move. Hey, Jeff, I got a letter, $5 golf club. It was addressed to you, but it came to me. But it said, Jeff, man, I took your advice from the show twice. One, you advised me to join $5golfclub.com. I did. Two is you advised me to buy the best ball I, I could afford, and I'm getting those Strixons, Key Stars. I'm paying about 36 bucks a dozen for them. So I used to lose two balls a round, and I played a round a week. That's eight balls a month. That's $24 a month. He said, after some of the lessons at $5 Golf Club, I'm not losing that many anymore. I lose maybe three a month. That's nine bucks. Ooh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think that's good math. It's good math, man. He's spending nine bucks on lost balls, five bucks on us. That's 14 bucks. He's still making a $10 profit. (laughs) 
right. Go to findalegolfclub.com, listen to me, and make money. How do you like that? And we are back. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, uh, intrepid producer Mark Hunter, hiding behind the glass as he usually does, and we thank him for that on a regular basis. Uh, yes. What's going on now? Too, you can check it out. Follow along if you'd like to at Facebook.com/slash/GolfGuys. You see videos of the uh, like, kind of like the behind the scenes, the inside radio. And yes, I know that my backdrop needs to be ironed, and it just fell off, and it's not completely straight. So no. No texts or emails to that effect, please, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I understand, okay? But there's nothing I can do about it at the moment. So uh, the decorator will be back tomorrow, and she'll take care of it from that point on. Uh, don't be that guy, okay? If you want to be that guy? Don't be that guy. Now, we have, <laughs> we have run uh, – this is one of the guys I want to talk about, and I'm sure, Jeff, you have a few more – uh, in your experiences too, but you know, we, we've run a couple of articles and stuff, uh, reprinted them on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. And on uh, the blog at those about different ways to bet. And you know, yeah. when you start out a game and everybody says, okay, you know, 25 cents a hole, 10 cents for greenies, you know, carry over all that kind of stuff. You get all that down. That's fine. Okay. That that's fun. And if you want to participate in that, that's cool. The guy you don't want to be, is the guy who, like, standing over a putt, 17-footer, as you're starting to line it up and get ready to go, he goes, hey, 10 bucks says you don't do that. You don't sink that. Yeah. Don't be that guy. No. Nobody, know? Wants to, nobody wants to talk to that guy anymore. Yeah. Five bucks says that drive goes in the woods. Don't be that guy. Because yeah. that is nothing but obnoxious. And I'm sorry to tell you that, but you don't want to be that guy. Hey, the world's full of obnoxious people, but we can try to rid the golf course of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. any other glaring, uh, mm, you know, there are, stand out to you? yeah, the people that insist that the music that they're playing on the golf course should be heard five holes away. Oh, don't be that guy. Yeah. Don't be that guy either. I look, there are those people who think very traditionally the golf course is a place for peace and quiet and gentlemanly behavior and i understand that that is a culture that we have in golf and we have a different culture in golf which is a bit more entertaining lighthearted uh, let's go out and have a great time playing golf and we like that too but the time that it all blows up is when those two cultures are forced to mix Mm -hmm. Where you get, a, you get a guy who doesn't appreciate the music being played on the golf course because he's there for a little bit of quiet solitude, serenity, or whatever. Yeah. And a couple of holes away, you got a couple of guys throwing back a couple of drinks and playing their their little their their music out of their speaker that they've got stuck in the golf cart, and they insist on having it be that everybody on the golf course gets to hear it. That's yeah. where that's where you don't want to be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. And yeah. one of the things, too, I have I've said, you know, the football season is, is coming to an end. College football ended uh, last weekend, of course, and we're in the playoffs for the NFL. But one of the things I've always said is if I were an NFL coach, one of the first things I would say to my players is don't celebrate anything other than a touchdown. You know, yeah. these, these guys who, who sack a quarterback and start celebrating – you know, it's like you did your job. Look, it's the only chance those guys are going to get. Think about that for a second. You're talking about a defensive lineman 
big number 99 or whatever, and he's out there and he finally makes the play, you know what he's trying to do? It's not really celebration. It's drawing attention to himself. Right. Arms up in the air, doing all the, the sack dance and all that stuff. You know why? So it will show up on the NFL video highlights. Pro. That's right. Yeah. NFL prospects, right? So yeah. you got to know that yeah. there's more to it than just a celebration. And I get it because that guy, he's not catching a touchdown pass. Yeah. But he's trying to elevate his stock. I get I it. I forget who it was, man, but I think it was a, a, an Alabama player in the, uh, in the semifinals, man. He caught a pass like right at the one-yard line. Uh, long pass. It was a third down, and he, you know, made the first down, almost made the touchdown, and he just kind of got up and handed the ball to the ref and walked away. Yeah. I was like, yes, be that guy. Who is that guy? You know his name? No, I don't remember who it was, man. I just remember I saying just to myself. I made my point. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> just made the point. Nobody well, remembers. Yeah, nobody remembers who he is, but that's, I mean, who cares if you remember him? Do your job. The reason I bring that up is not to make a switching topic from golf to football. It's that don't be the guy on the golf course who screams in celebration for every little thing that oh, doesn't yeah. go wrong. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, wow, I hit that one in the face. Yeah. If no. you get a hole in one, yeah, scream. And if I'm close yeah. to that par three hole, I'll go, oh, someone must have got a hole in one. Right. You know? If you hit the green. Don't scream. Don't celebrate. Yeah, just do a little quiet fist pump and move on. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Don't need to bring everybody else into it. The guy who wants everybody in the world, or at least everybody on the course, to know he did something good. Don't be that guy. Don't be so, that guy. Here's the other guy I don't want you to be. All right. Okay. Don't be Tommy Tipster. Don't do it. Oh, oh, it just kills everybody. Think yeah. about John when you and I played golf for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I shut up. I'm the teacher. I'm an actual real live teacher. I'm right. not Tommy Tipster out there, Mr. 25 Handicapper, trying to make a 10 Handicapper better. Right. right. <laughs> okay. And it took almost 12 holes before I asked you right. what because, I was doing wrong. Because I wasn't saying anything. Yeah. Because I don't want to be Tommy Tipster on the golf course because everybody hates it. Oh, they just get crazy. You know, every time you're standing over a putt, it's like, oh, no, you really got to do this. Yeah. You got to put your hand here. You got to stand up here. You got to do this. You got to do that. I'm like, oh my God. I was playing with a Tommy Tipster one time, and uh, he actually said to me, He said, uh, John, you know what you're doing wrong? And I said, No, and neither do you, but thanks. <laughs> All right. So, those guys, I'm sure you know a whole lot. Just I do. Don't be that guy. I okay? do. Nobody wants to play with that guy. That's right. Quick fix from Jeff is coming up next. When we come right back, we are those weekend golf guys. Hang out with us. A lot of us are looking for a miracle. You know, we go out and we buy a $500 golf club thinking it's going to give us straighter, longer drives. We buy a $150 golf club thinking it's going to get us out of the sand traps more easily and more often. We buy $200 golf clubs just because we want to get closer to that pin. Well, you know, you don't need a $500 golf club of $200 golf club, $150 golf club. All you need is a $5 golf club because the problem may not be the club. It may be your grip. It may be your stance. It may be your ball position. It may be your swing plane. It could be anything that an expensive golf club is not going to fix, but a $5 golf club can fix because Jeff Smith is a genius and he will be able to guide you where you need to go. Check it out. $5 golf club 
www.alacost.com. That's all it costs. Five bucks a month. Here we are back again, John Ashton, along with Jeff Smith from the Golf Cagodotta Creek, playing in Simple Golf School. It's those weekend golf guys. Check us out, thoseweekendgolfguys.com, facebook.com slash golfguys. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, Jeff is very, very good at, as is proven time and time again every year when the nominations come out for Teacher of the Year, and Jeff's name is right there at the top of the list, is he's a darn good golf instructor. He can fix your ills. He can, he can take... He can take any problem you have and make it work for you. He can do that, and he will do it here weekly on this show. He will also do it uh, back when the season fires back up in the early spring, late uh, winter times with our biweekly uh, uh, golfinars yeah, on our no, Facebook. I don't want to do it now. It's in the middle of winter, and, and it's, just, it's just cold. Cold toes just, just aren't comfortable for anybody. Yeah, it's just cold. But one thing you can do right now is $5golfclub.com. <laughs> Yeah, he's there with a bunch of great videos. Uh, it'll get you ready. There's some um, cold weather training techniques. There's uh, videos on how to fix some of the stuff that uh, you may have had problems with last season and ways to uh, practice them indoors to get ready for next season. So check it out, $5golfclub.com, the, the number $5golfclub.com. And we call it that because that's how much it costs, $5. That's it. A month, period. That's it. Right. That's it. All right. Okay, so um, one of the things, uh, one of the members at $5 Golf Club um, sent you a, a, a direct email. and um, they did, yeah. What, and what I, I get that a lot, and I really appreciate the fact they just send it to me directly. Um, it gets to me, you know, I, I check them out every night. So last night I get this email, and uh, guy's from Texas. He's, he's out of Austin, Texas, and it's a little warmer there than it is in Columbus, Indiana, but he said, hey, look, I've been, see- I've been seeing your stuff. Tell me. Right now, I'm standing on the range, and he's sending me this note. He's texting me, you know, or I mean, email me right from this thing on the range, and I catch it, and it's effectively live because I, I caught the email like ten minutes after he sent it, and he was still there. And his ball flight was starting all over the place. One of them would start hard right, one of them would start hard left. But he couldn't figure it out, and so I answer his email. I said, "Are you still on the range?" My first thing, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm still on the range." I said, "Is anybody else nearby?" He said, "Yeah, still on." So I'm like, okay, so give me a call. So he calls me. I give him my phone number. He gives me a call. So now we're actually able to talk. And I said, okay, so go get somebody else. Have them record your, your grip and your golf swing for me from the face on view. So what I saw was a guy who had left thumb on top, right thumb on top, hands kind of, you know, praying together. Mm-hmm. And so in this, you know, we got a little video now so I can kind of show it a little bit. So in this grip that he had, it was, you know, thumb on top and thumb on top. His palms were facing each other. And the first thing he did on the takeaway is he rolled the club face, rolled his hands, rolled his forearms, rolled the club face. And then as he came through, he's trying to roll it back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, whoa, time out there, buddy. Guess what? You'll never we get have, that right. We have found the problem. Yeah, we'll never get that right. Yeah. Think about it, John. We have about on on almost everybody that we see the backswing takes just about a second and the downswing Mm -hmm. takes just about a third of a second Mm -hmm. so that means that somebody's gonna break something and screw it up on the way back having to then fix their own problem on the way through and it's gonna take a third of a second to do that yeah we all know that the video says very clearly Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Can't happen. 
Even my so, brain doesn't work that quickly. Right. So as I do that and I talk about how this is and I, and I take the guy's hand and I, and I get it and I get him to, to stand up and he, and he bends over and drops his hand in his, how he would then hold it if his arm was hanging naturally with this index finger knuckle. It was really close, but not quite on top of the shaft. So I had him put it there mm-hmm. and then clamp the thumb on the backside. So it looked a lot like this on there. And so the thumb was on the backside. And then all of a sudden, the right hand just fell on the back. And then he didn't roll it on the way back. He kind of mm-hmm. set his wrist a little bit, kind of cocked his wrist a little bit. And then as he swung down through, he uncocked him. And then it went back to straight. And the next five shots that he had were all solid and straight. And he looked at that and went, that's the most amazing thing ever. The trouble is, is that people don't think of that on their own. That they're, they're trying and they don't know that the biggest thing that they can do for themselves is to get the club face pointed at the target. So the least amount of rotating it off and rotating it back on that's possible is best for them because then they can just go play. We're talking about a guy who's, you know, not the greatest player in the world. He's a beginner. Right. And if we can get the beginners to do something as simple as that, you know, we've got, we've got real chance for success to have more people playing golf because if they can deliver the club face pointing to where they want their ball to go right away mm-hmm. because they didn't, you know, take it and roll it away and roll, have to roll it back. We've made some serious progress with that person. Yeah. You know, so, you did that exercise, which takes about three and a half seconds when you do it live yeah. uh, with Trevor producer Mark when we were playing golf one time because did, he, was, yeah. he was hitting it all over the place. And mm-hmm. you told him just just had him hang his hang his arms down to see where his his hands rested naturally. Yeah. And from that point on, man, he's Mister Boring, middle of the fairway every yeah. time. Right. So it, you know, in what I did and what I, you know what I did for the guy last night, what I did for Mark, you know, is it perfect for that person? No, but it's pretty stinking close right away. Mm-hmm. To to do things so that you don't have to move the club face away from the target line very much. To right. get, just to have to get it back there is really helpful to an awful lot of the average golfers. Yeah. You know? and, and again, if, if you know what you're doing, um, if you have someone looking at you who knows what, you, what they're doing, yeah. you don't need to uh, call Mr. Jeff Smith, although he is always at the other end of that phone. Mm-hmm. Again, just one of the other benefits of being a member at $5golfclub.com. Yeah. You know, he, he got an immediate there. response. I just happened to have time. I was going through some emails and it just happened. And next thing you know, uh, the guy is uh, ecstatic. Right. So, you know, Ben down in Austin, Texas, thanks for being a fi- member of the $5 Golf yeah. Club. And uh, I'm sure he's watching. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's, uh, if he's not watching now, he'll watch, uh, he'll watch on Facebook Live. Yeah. You know, after, it's, after it's done, he's probably working right now. And one of the things he's probably going to kick himself on is he's going to say, oops, I didn't look close enough because the video on how to do that is he's called Finding Your Perfect Grip. Yeah. It's at $5golfclub.com. I know. So, but that's okay. It's all we right. We won't say anything. Nope, we nope, won't say nope. anything at all. Yeah. You know, a lot of people choose golf because it's, uh, it's pretty. Yeah. Golf courses are much prettier than, you know, tennis courts. Right. You know, bocce ball courts. Right. Basketball courts. They all look the same. Yeah, baseball fields, all of that. You can, you can drop those things into great locations, but they all look the same. Golf courses, however, not so much. That's right. And there are some folks who um, make it their life's work to, to capture the beauty that is a golf course. Um, we sometimes refer to them as golf artists. 
or artists yeah. in general. And we've got one of the best. Linda Hartog. She is uh, a native of, uh, I don't know if it's a native, but I know she resides down near Hilton Head, South Carolina. And she has done some beautiful work. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of her work of uh, a lot of the, the holes at Augusta National and some of the famous golf courses and famous golf holes all over the world she has done. It's fab, fantastic work she does. Well, she and uh, 12 other artists are going to be displaying their works during a special uh, exhibit during Masters Week in Augusta, and we are going to talk to her about that special exhibit and about golf art in general when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys, and we would appreciate you just hanging out where you're at. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls, if you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, grandfather somewhere that are so psyched, but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, Mom, Dad, Grandpa, Grandma, I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school, collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour. And it only costs five bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace. And parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know they don't drop out of their hands anyway. $5golfclub.com. Join for your kids' sake. And welcome back, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio and uh, Jeff Smith out on a practice tee. You know, when you got to go, you got to go. You got you to gotta teach. He got the urge to teach, and he's out there. Um, <laughs> we have with us, however, I, I don't know the, the, the right words, the, the superlatives to use, but one of the, the best golf landscape artists uh, in the world because you are world renowned is that not true miss linda harto and welcome to those weekend golf guys how are you i am just fine it's a pleasure to be here thank you very much you're quite welcome first off i guess you've got the um, the good fortune for doing what you do for a living for uh, for residing in south carolina low country yeah. south carolina i mean you, there's there's not too many prettier places as far as golf courses go in the world that's true. That's true. It's a wonderful place. Now, did you start out with a passion for art or a passion for golf, or which came first, your chickens or your eggs? Oh, the art definitely came first. It was there since as long as I can remember anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been there. And uh, the golf came in uh, somewhat later. Um, my love of landscapes, I, I, I guess, led me there. But Augusta National was really key because they liked my landscapes and asked me if I could paint a golf course. And I said, sure. <laughs> of course I can. <laughs> <laughs> that was in 1984. And I had no idea that that was going to lead to what it did. But I'm very thankful for it. Yeah. And there's something, you know, you could you can paint a, a, a grove of trees uh, but you can paint a grove of trees with a green in front of it, and it just seems to be, I don't know, more attractive. Uh, I don't know. Def 
definitely to the golfers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the beautiful thing about golf landscape is is that the landscape is is like no no other place in nature where you see the actual skin of the earth, basically, mm. and uh, it's just gorgeous. And especially those beautiful greens, you know, green colors as well as greens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they have they have more yeah. greens on a golf course than you even get in the hundred and twenty eight box of Crayolas. I think. Oh my goodness, it's yeah. an, it's endless colors, but it's it's a beautiful color, and I've become somewhat of an expert on it. So <laughs> that that phrase, the skin of the earth, um, did you coin that phrase, or is that something you picked up somewhere? Because that's beautiful. It's such a great way of. I you know, I have I have painted everything in my career. I think uh, figure painting, landscapes, uh, horses, buildings, everything. And when you paint the figure, it has somewhat of the same thing. It's very sensual, tactile skin, basically. Mm -hmm. and, and you're seeing it without any texture whatsoever, practically. And that just doesn't happen a whole lot in nature as far as ground. I mean, you know, rocks have a yeah. texture, but ground is different. Yeah, seascapes and landscapes um, don't mm -hmm. elicit the same kind of uh, visceral reaction from people. Uh, they both elicit a visceral reaction, but it's a different type, I think. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a different... Yeah. completely different thing but so i see it you know it's it's a delight to paint it that way because it's 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 different you you, you got to combine both the seascape and the landscape uh this this past fall you were <laughs> right taken over to uh sea island yes and, and the official the official artist of the of, was it the R um, who I knew yeah. when I started this I knew who it was but you were the official uh, artist for the whole tournament out there, right? Uh, RSM has commissioned me to do three consecutive years of official prints for them, and uh, so that's very exciting because it's certainly a beautiful course. I have painted it once before way back, and it's just a real pleasure to go back there. And I've spent a lot of time there recently. Uh, getting reference material for three new paintings. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And and it's, you know, RSM is cool. They've got the originals in their offices, and then they offer prints to people who would be interested in it. Is there more of a uh, pressure, I guess? And I don't, I'm trying to uh, equate what you do. We're, we're here in Louisville, Kentucky, and um, every I year. I used to live there. Oh, fantastic. Went to Atherton. Uh-oh. Went to U of L. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Hey, homeboys, girls. Yeah. Linda, Linda's here. We won't ask <laughs> you what class, Linda, but that'll be fine. People who know you know you. <laughs> but I would I would talk um, every year backside of Churchill Downs with the official artist for the Kentucky Derby. And they, I'm sure, have the same passion for horse racing that, that uh, we all have for golf and, and, and you do, but they they can paint horses day in and day out perfectly with no problem. But when Churchill Downs comes and says, hey, you are now our official artist, they feel a little bit more pressure. Is it the same way with you? Oh, 
Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I, you know, I did the official U.S. Open for 25 years straight. And, uh, yeah, you, you have to come up with the definitive scene from these courses every year. And it's, yeah, there's a, there's a little pressure there. Yeah. I mean, Same there's way. only, there's only 18 holes. What do you do in the 19th year? You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, with Augusta, there's, you know, always you want to be the best there. So right. you have to really, you know, make something really special. So has, has anybody, I mean, you don't have to admit to this, but has anybody ever said, eh? I don't know. Could you try it again? Uh, not really, no. Okay, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would just be so tacky, you know, so, so tacky to do to somebody. But, well, fortunately, they usually defer to my expertise, so. Yeah. Well, that would be smart. I, I have to steer them sometimes, definitely. <laughs> so were you an a arts major at UofL? I was. Okay. And I, I then went from there to the Art Institute of Chicago mm -hmm. and uh, got my degree up there. So, yeah. All right. So how many uh, collections, I guess, uh, in book form? You've got a few of those available, do you not? Yeah, we uh, we have a little uh, book that we create. And then I've had a book called Hallowed Ground, which was a wonderful book with Jaime Diaz writing. And then later... One, uh, oh gosh, a green glory, and hopefully there'll be more to come. Indeed, because it is a, a very uh, successful career thus far, and and nowhere near over. Now we uh, we really didn't come here to talk about you. We came here to talk about something special that uh, is going on that you're participating in, and we will get to that in a little bit. But in okay. a in a few moments, we've got uh, still in in this segment here. Are there any golf courses or any holes at any golf courses that you wish you could paint that you haven't had the opportunity to get to yet? Oh, yeah. I, I have a list. <laughs> 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 but I don't, you know, I don't know that I'll do them, but I admire these courses very much. And of, maybe one day. Yeah. Could you share a couple of them with us? Is there, there one that you're just dying to get to? Well, Cypress Point I've never done. Okay. Uh, Seminole is actually coming up. Oh, I'm going to cool. be doing that. Mm -hmm. And, um, gosh, there's so many. The, the National and a lot of the, um, Bandon Dunes and places like that. Mm hmm Some of the you newer, know. the newer ones yeah. too. Well, the other cool. side of that coin would be, of the ones you have done, do you have a favorite? Uh, I really love the, um... Scottish and Irish ones, I guess, because they're a little wilder. Mm -hmm. You know, I like the combination of the natural landscape with the beautiful green. And uh, I guess they're my favorite. But then when you go to, like, Augusta National, that's a whole completely different kind of beauty. Yeah. And no. then there's always, like, Pebble Beach and Cypress and those places are just, they're just completely different kinds of landscapes. And that's what makes it so enjoyable, really. Yeah, because no two are alike. so different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way, uh, that's the way we like it. But like I mentioned, there's something special that uh, we wanted to talk to you about that's going on down in Augusta during Masters Week. And we haven't even touched on that yet. So if you'll do us the favor of hanging out a little bit, 
we will get to that when we get right back. We are Those Weekend Golf Guys. Check us out, thoseweekendgolfguys.com, facebook.com slash golfguys. And with uh, Linda's permission, we'll maybe put some examples of some of the art that you can see that Linda has done up on that Facebook page and our website in the not-too-distant future. So hang out with us, and we will be back with Linda Hartog a lot more. Don't you go away. Great. A lot of us are looking for a miracle. You know, we go out and we buy a $500 golf club thinking it's going to give us straighter, longer drives. We buy a $150 golf club thinking it's going to get us out of the sand traps more easily and more often. We buy $200 golf clubs just because we want to get closer to that pin. Well, you know, you don't need a $500 golf club, a $200 golf club, a $150 golf club. All you need is a $5 golf club because the problem may not be the club. It may be your grip. It may be your stance. It may be your ball position. It may be your swing plane. It could be anything that an expensive golf club is not going to fix, but a $5 golf club can fix because Jeff Smith is a genius and he will be able to guide you where you need to go. Check it out. $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs. Five bucks a month. Hey, thanks for hanging with us and welcome back. These are, those are, we are, those weekend golf guys. My prepositions and stuff get all jumbled and confused. So what I tend to do, Linda, is just kind of throw them out there and let the listeners put them in whatever order they're comfortable listening in. So it, it works for us. John Ashton here in studio. Jeff Smith is out on the uh, practice tee with a couple of students. Linda Hartaw is with us on uh, via Skype here, an uh, artist of great renown and uh, a golf course artist, a landscape artist. Uh, she even did horses, but then she's a Louisville girl. So, you know, we keep, <laughs> we keep telling people Louisville, Kentucky is the home of uh, beautiful horses. I and, did paint horses for quite a while. Well, you have to if you live in Louisville. I mean, that's <laughs> not much else to paint. That and baseball bats. <laughs> but we have, um, you know, the reason why we were talking to you, and we, we talked about uh, you you uh, personally for quite a while, but there's something going on that you are a participant of. And we've got, it's going on down in Augusta during Master's Week. And it's a great art exhibition. And um, are you one of the movers and shakers behind the idea for this exhibition well kind of yeah uh the morris museum i have a special relationship with i've had shows there before it's a it's a beautiful uh art museum and um yeah they're giving the academy of golf art which i was a founding member of Mm -hmm. uh, a show for all the members so that's what's coming up so that's part of the, I, I guess the the gala that is Masters Week. Um, well, it, it the, the show actually runs from uh, February twenty fourth to May fifteenth, but mm-hmm. that happens to be during Masters right. Week. So right. I'm sure hoping that a lot of the golf patrons will actually go to the museum and see the show. Exactly. Now, and, and a lot of people say, "Well, it's going to be a bunch of landscapes," which is okay. Uh, landscapes are beautiful but you've got other kinds of uh, artwork members of the academy there's sculptors and uh, pastels and oils watercolors photographers i mean this runs the gamut of art does it not right yes it's it's going to be a really really nice show i'll have three works three uh oil paintings in it and most most of the members will have three pieces in it fantastic 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to relate a story to you that as an artist, you may appreciate. I, okay. I, I grew up in Boston. Okay. And uh, we went back, we go to New England every uh, summer for vacation. Mm-hmm. My daughter has a best friend who is an art, an artist, graphic artist, art major. At the time, she was just recently graduated from college. We went on a field trip to the Museum of Art in Boston. Which is a wonderful one. It certainly yeah. is. One of the largest, great collection. And we walked into the room of impressionists. Mm-hmm. And she started crying. Oh, wow. She had never seen a Van Gogh in person before. She wow. had never seen a, a, a piece of real art outside of a book before. Mm. I mean, not real art, because, you know, we, we do have the uh, the art museum here in town that she went to, but, but she had never seen a Van Gogh or a Monet or a Matisse or any of that. Yeah, I was lucky enough to go to the Art Institute of Chicago, so yeah. I was among them all the time. In fact, right. I used to even copy originals for people for money. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they call that forgery? No, no, oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's something else. <laughs> Good. Definitely. Not well, so the Academy of Golf Art, um, what is that specifically? Well, we formed this. Uh, there was a group of us uh, golf artists or artists that specialized in golf, and uh, we formed an organization to just bring uh, awareness to the genre, which kind of gets overlooked. I mean, we're not really in the art world, and we're not really in the golf world, so... We needed some kind of way to promote the fact that uh, we do beautiful golf art, and it's very much part of the game. It's so. it, it is not only uh, stuff for like the uh, the nineteenth hole wall at the clubhouse. Uh, right. This this is stuff that um, I mean can beautify. Right. And you don't even have to be a golfer to to notice how beautiful and pastoral a landscape of a golf course can be. Well, plus, you know, you have all kinds of uh, abstract and artists out there that hopefully also this organization will inspire artists to create golf art, even though that's maybe not their main thing, but they love the game too. And there's nowhere for them to show it, connect with the golfing world. And that was the other idea about having shows and just promoting it. They, because I, I think there are a lot of very good artists out there that would love to do something that was golf-themed, but they have no place to uh, to have it seen, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, plus, it's a good excuse to, you know, maybe play for free. You know, I can, <laughs> Possibly, yes. That's, that's why we did this radio show. It was either play for free or get a tax deduction for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So as as a group in the Academy, do you do you travel or do you do shows as a group in other places, or is this a first kind of No, idea? we've had other shows in okay. uh, Naples, Florida, and uh, Maine, and uh, Columbus, Ohio, and various places in New Zealand. Museums in Florida, North Carolina, Virginia. Just depends, you know. We we contribute whenever a place wants to do a golf themed show. A lot of the art centers and art museums are now doing that. So, you know, they call on us. We uh, we took a trip when I was a child. The family took a trip out west, 
mm-hmm. and uh, we drove all the way, mm-hmm. uh, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody. But, oh, I thought it was great. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I was young, so I appreciated it. But now, you know, my butt gets sore too quickly. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that that we realized is that the East Coast is pretty. Yes. Various shades of green, rolling hills, and things like that. The West Coast is dramatic. Yes, it is. Do you notice a difference in the golf courses, too? Is that something that's easy to see in the art for, for both of those differences, East and oh, West? Yeah. Definitely. I, I did a course in Arizona, and it was very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you use a lot more brown on the palette, too, don't you, when you do a course? Yeah, <laughs> just a completely different palette, definitely. But still, those greens are there. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 I don't know, the vistas of, of, you know, a rolling green golf course with the stark peaks right behind yeah. it is kind of. Yeah, yeah. Kind of and I love that. I love that. It is, it is wonderful. And you capture it very nicely too. Uh, you know, not, not bad one. One more reason for, uh, we here in Louisville to be proud. You know, sorry you moved because now we can't <laughs> claim you that easily, but hey, we'll claim you anyhow. Linda. Well, I was there quite a while. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. I think I've seen the plaque. If not, we'll make sure we have one erected for you. Okay. We, we can do that. Uh, okay. So now the, um, the exhibit. Is, is going on down in a, in a Augusta of the Academy yeah. of Golf Art, and it'll be uh, February 24th through the 13th of May, which includes if you're going down there for the Masters or any stuff like that, you need to go <laughs> and see it. Yes, um, plus there is, if, if anyone happens to ha- find themselves in Augusta in March, March 8th is the official opening of the show, and uh, Bob Jones the 4th will be the speaker for the opening uh, reception. Yeah. That's May, I mean, March 8th. Fantastic. So if anyone's interested in that, they can go to the Morris Museum um, website and sign up or whatever. And I will be there, too. Well, fantastic. We'll have to uh, try to work that into the calendar here. But it is the Morris Museum of Art in uh, in Augusta, Georgia. So you can check that out. And we will have uh, the links and and that information up on the the website uh, for you Excellent. to go to, so you don't have to remember it. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll do that. Now, Linda, you've uh, you have a website of your own, and yes. uh, we would like to uh, turn the stage to you for a little. Let us know how to find more of your stuff. Maybe see some of your art, get some books, etc. Well, uh, my website is very simple. It's just harto.com or lindaharto.com, whatever. It's H-A-R-T-O-U-G-H. And I have a lot of things there. There's some interesting uh, things you can look at. It's called Works in Progress. And you can see a painting done from start to finish and pictures taken in the process, which I think people would find very interesting. There's just various things on there that are kind of interesting. Fantastic. And if you sign up for emails, you get special deals. All right. We will do that. Linda Harto, H-A-R-T-O-U-G-H dot com. Uh, go, go follow the woman. Check out some of her artwork. She is phenomenal. It's just no coincidence that she shows up at the golf, uh, the golf academy and, uh, and, and gets, gets inducted into what the Low Country Art Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, yes, I was inducted into the Low Country Golf Hall of Fame. Fantastic. I don't honor, to say the least. <laughs> Congratulations, belated as they may be. Linda, thank you for spending Thanks. some time with us here on those weekend golf guys. And do come back, and well, hopefully we'll run into you down there uh, during, okay. uh, during the special event in March. 
All right, Linda Hartog, thank you very much. And thank you for spending time with us here, too, on Those Weekend Golf Guys. Check us out, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golfguys. Anytime you may have missed a show or you want to check it out again, it's simple. Audioboom.com. You can go there and follow us along, uh, download the RSS feed, and if you know what that means, you know how to do it. Other than that, uh, you have a great week. We will see you next weekend, and hey, go play some golf. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.